Assalamu alaikum, peace be on you, and welcome to another episode of Faith in Focus here on Voice of Islam. You may or may not have heard one of our previous episodes on the topic of language, a facet of life extremely close to my heart and one that I'm endlessly fascinated by. And today I'd like to turn to another closely related aspect of life and society, and that is the question of translation. Translation is a multifaceted and intricate process that transcends the mere conversion of words from one language to another. It's an art, a science, and a profound act of intercultural communication. And at its core, translation serves as a crucial bridge between diverse linguistic communities, enabling the exchange of ideas, knowledge, and cultural nuances on a global scale. And this complex endeavor, often underappreciated, is essential in a world that is becoming increasingly interconnected. One of the most fundamental aspects of translation is the transformation of a source text, written or spoken in one language, into a target text in another language, whilst preserving its meaning and intent. However, the definition only begins to scratch the surface of what translation truly entails. It is more than a mechanical process of swapping words. It is a dynamic and creative act that involves adapting expressions, nuances and cultural connotations, whilst ensuring clarity and coherence. To translate effectively, one must navigate this labyrinth of language and culture. This requires not only fluency in both the source and target languages, but also an acute understanding of the socio-cultural context in which the text is embedded. Language, after all, is not a mere code, but a reflection of a community's history, beliefs, and even their sense of humour. It carries the weight of centuries of human expression, thought, and emotion. Furthermore, translation is not a one-size-fits-all process. Different types of texts demand different approaches. For example, translating a legal document requires a strict adherence to terminology and legal principles, whilst translating a work of literature necessitates a deep grasp of artistic nuances, tone and style. Moreover, translation has a profound impact on literature and the preservation of cultural heritage. Literary works are not static entities confined to a single languages. They are living, breathing creations that can resonate across time and space. And translators play a pivotal role in bringing these literary treasures to a global audience. By rendering literary works into various languages, they enable readers from diverse backgrounds to access the beauty and wisdom of world literature. The work of translators is particularly significant in this context as they need to capture the essence, style, emotional depth of the original text, often grappling with linguistic and cultural challenges to ensure that the translated work retains its artistic integrity. One of the most intriguing aspects of translation is the concept of untranslatability. Certain words, phrases or cultural concepts that don't have quite direct equivalents in other languages, making them challenging to translate accurately. This phenomenon underscores the uniqueness and richness of each language and culture. For example, the German word schadenfreude expresses the pleasure derived from someone else's misfortune, a concept for which there's no single word equivalent in English. The challenge of untranslatability reflects the limitations of language itself. Language is a human construct, and as such, it is bound by the constraints of the human experience. Not everything can be perfectly expressed in words, and the nuances and complexities of one language may not map neatly onto the other. Translation, therefore, becomes an exercise in creative problem-solving. Translators often need to use their ingenuity to convey these untranslatable concepts, either through paraphrasing, providing context, or even coining new words. In recent years, the landscape of translation has evolved significantly with advancements in technology. Machine translation, such as Google Translate, has become increasingly sophisticated, making it more accessible and convenient for basic translations. 
And whilst these tools can be incredibly useful for quick reference or casual conversations, they still fall short in capturing the intricacies of language, culture and context. As I say, machine translation lacks the culture and contextual knowledge that human translators possess. It cannot understand the subtle cultural nuances, idiomatic expressions, or the, even the intention behind a text in the same way that a human translator can. It can provide literal translations, but it cannot engage in the creative adaptation that is often required in more complex translation tasks. Moreover, the potential for errors in machine translation, especially in sensitive or professional contexts, is a significant concern. Now, of course, this is not to say that technology is an adversary to human translation. Rather, it can be a powerful ally. The key is finding the right balance between human expertise and technological support, depending on the specific needs of a translation project. And to shed more light on the concept and process of translation, let us turn to a brief report read by Gutsia Ahmed. Translation is not just a linguistic exercise. It is a profound interplay of language, culture and human understanding. It is the bridge that connects people across linguistic divides, enabling them to access knowledge, culture and ideas from around the world. It is an art that demands not only linguistic mastery, but also cultural sensitivity, creativity and ethical responsibility. As the world continues to evolve and languages and cultures intermingle, the role of translators becomes increasingly crucial. One could say that translators are the disseminators and therefore guardians of language and culture, preserving and sharing the treasures of the human experience across borders and generations. The role of the translator is an extremely important one. Arguably, the role of a translator is to be a chameleon, adapting to the specific requirements of each text, all the while maintaining the delicate balance between accuracy and fluency. But when it comes to translation, things are not always black and white, and there are differing views on what the role of the translator is. According to the German philosopher Walter Benjamin, a work of translation is its own genre, Along with words, one must also translate the unfathomable, the mysterious, the poetic. Something that a translator can reproduce only if he is also a poet. Here, the translator is an artist in their own right, and their mark should be seen within the translation. However, according to Norman Shapiro, a translation theorist, a good translation is like a pane of glass. It should never call attention to itself. Here, the translator remains hidden. A work should be faithful to the original and should not be perceived to be a translation as its own separate entity. The role and task of a translator are subject to varying perspectives and interpretations, reflecting the complexity of the field and the diversity of translation contexts. Here, we explore some of the differing views on what it means to be a translator. Let us explore some of the different roles a translator takes on when at work. Number one, linguistic bridge. Some view a translator primarily as a linguistic bridge, whose main task is to convey the meaning of a source text accurately into a target language. This perspective emphasizes fidelity to the original text, striving to ensure that nuances, cultural references and context are faithfully preserved. 
These translators often adopt a more literal approach, valuing precision and avoiding any alteration of the source text's content or tone. 2. Cultural mediator Others see the translator as a cultural mediator. In this view, translation goes beyond linguistic conversion. It involves the adaptation of content to suit the cultural and social norms of the target audience. Cultural mediators prioritise ensuring that the translated text resonates with the target readers and captures the nuances and sensibilities of their culture. This perspective recognises that language is inseparable from culture and translations must reflect this interplay. 3. Creative interpreter Some argue that a translator is, in fact, a creative interpreter. They believe that translation is not simply a mechanical process, but an art form. Translators in this camp see their task as a creative act, akin to writing, where they are free to make choices about style, tone, and even reimagining the source text. Translators in this camp see their task as a creative act, akin to writing, where they are free to make choices about style, tone and even reimagining the source text to make it more appealing or relevant to the target audience. They argue that the translation should not merely replicate the original, but transform it into a piece of literature in its own right. 4. Technical expert In technical or specialised fields such as medical or legal translation, the role of the translator may be more akin to that of a technical expert. Their primary task is to ensure absolute precision, accuracy and adherence to industry-specific terminology and standards. These translators need to be well-versed in the jargon and nuances of the field they are working in. 5. Global Communicator For some, the role of a translator is that of a global communicator. Their task extends to facilitating international communication and understanding. Translators in this view are instrumental in connecting people and businesses across linguistic and cultural boundaries, promoting diplomacy, commerce and global cooperation. 6. Language Innovator In the age of rapidly evolving languages and technology, some translators embrace the role of language innovator. They may need to adapt to new forms of expression, such as slang, or deal with the challenges posed by technological advances, like artificial intelligence and machine translation. These translators are tasked with staying at the forefront of linguistic evolution. These diverse perspectives on the translator's role and task highlight the multifaceted nature of the profession. The approach a translator takes depends on the specific context, purpose and nature of the text being translated. Ultimately, the choice of perspective is influenced by the translator's individual style, the expectations of the audience and the goals of the translation project. Each perspective offers valuable insights into the art and science of translation and they collectively contribute to the richness and complexity of this field. Thank you, Gudsia, for the report. 
I now turn to my esteemed studio guest, who I'm very excited to have here on the show with me today. I have Biri Ghaffar, who is an MSc Global Mental Health student, and Hania Ahmed, who is a master's student studying civil engineering. Assalamu alaikum, Biri and Hania, and welcome to Faith and Focus. Biri, you've worked really closely with local communities, so I'd like to begin by asking you, how do you find language operates as a potential barrier, and how have you found these barriers overcome? Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you and thank you for having me on this show to discuss this topic. Yes, I have indeed worked close to local communities and in doing so, I have met a plethora of individuals with different backgrounds and cultures. So yes, I have had the pleasure of working with many individuals who speak a variety of languages. In a line of work where you are speaking to individuals regarding matters of sensitivity, it is vital that there is some understanding. I mean, I don't have to tell anyone here or listening to the show, but language and the understanding of language and its nuances are extremely important. Language holds the key to many avenues, and saying or interpreting the wrong thing can become a matter of great concern. So, how language acts as a barrier? Well, I've already said that it can lead to misunderstandings and not picking up on nuances. I have encountered many times where I was explaining something as best I could, but the individual thought I was saying something completely different. This can be very difficult to navigate, but I think being patient is key. I also find that individuals in this context knew more English than they gave themselves credit for, thus giving them encouragement and self-confidence to practice their English skills can do wonders. While working with local communities, I have found that due to the language barrier, a whole section of people were being missed when it came to support and access to many services they were entitled to and were disconnected from activities that were provided within their local communities. This can lead to complete social withdrawal and loneliness. To tackle this, we run English language sessions within the communities, but also translate relevant materials into the languages that were common in that area. I would also say word of mouth works when it comes to things like this. So a lot of other individuals who came to the classes heard from it from someone who had already attended. Culture and the culture one resides in also plays a significant role in language. Look at the United Kingdom alone. Individuals from up north have different words and phrases for things than people here in London. So one must take that into consideration. Also, as the area one lives in, as I said, add to the nuance and understanding of the culture surrounding you and how individuals interact. I mean, if I've said to you many times before, growing up, I learned a lot of English, British culture and British nuances from stand-up comedy. Indirectly, it was such a relaxed and rather informative way to learn about British culture and the different nuances. I also think building trust and maintaining trust helps in overcoming barriers. Though people may not understand the same language verbally, there are other ways of communicating that one cares and that one feels empathy towards the situation. At times when I was working with women who had some trouble and perhaps could not communicate things the way they wanted to, we would just sit and hold space. From the little bits of information we gathered, together we would come up with ideas and areas of support to help them. Essentially, my point is that language is not just about linguistics. It's a whole orchestra of different skills. It's about empowering individuals that their voice, opinion and perspective matters. I really love this phrase of yours, um, whole orchestra of different skills. That's really beautiful, Brira. Um, and thank you for sharing that with us. And like you say, you know, it's not just linguistics when translating certain texts and it's not just a matter of translating words, but also the meaning and essence um, of, you know, what it is being communicated, which needs to be translated. Um, Hania, coming to you, what do you think are the best ways to be able to do justice to this idea? Assalamu alaikum. 
so of course translating is more than just converting words like you said it's about capturing the essence and meaning of the text to fully appreciate and understand this complex process i think it's essential to implement several important strategies having a firm grasp of the source's language and culture is crucial language and culture are closely intertwined small nuances can significantly influence the intended meaning uh, translators need to understand the idioms colloquialisms and cultural references used in the text the cultural literacy enables them to understand the nuanced implications that may have different translations in the target language understanding the concept is crucial for maintaining accuracy and staying true to the original message regardless of whether it's scientific literal or technical content specialized terms and technical language must be carefully managed to ensure clear and accurate communication it's essential to keep in mind who you're talking to language and culture vary in how they express ideas adjusting the tone style formality just to match the target audience this guarantees the translated text connects effectively it's crucial to consider this in marketing literature and any situation where emotional effect of communication is essential translators frequently encounter the difficulty of locating comparable phrases that effectively convey the desired meaning to the target language it's important to approach language use uh, creatively and flexibly working together with the original author or subject matter experts can provide immense value it's helpful to access the source of the content because it allows us to clear up confusing parts and make sure we understand what the author means this collaboration promotes a translation that is more precise and detailed it's also important to continuously improve and refine when it comes to achieving accuracy in the language and culture translators need to be receptive to revising their work uh, actively seeking feedback and making necessary adjustments to truly capture the essence of the original text revising and refining is similar to fine tuning guaranteeing that the end result connects to the target audience again it's important to remember the ethical aspects of the situation translators have a crucial role in upholding the ethical integrity of the content ensuring that the author's original intent is respected and avoid any changes that could disorder the meaning it's important to approach this sensitively considering bias political sensitivity and cultural um, appropriateness so all in all uh, truly capturing translation truly means the essence calls for comprehensive approach it requires a strong command of language a deeper understanding of culture expertise in the subject matter the ability to adapt creatively collaboration skills and dedication to ethical standards and so on translating is all about skillfully merging these components to convey an accurate rendition of the original meaning in a different language and in a different culture jazakallah hania for a very comprehensive and broad answer covering i think most of the issues that come to the fore when it comes to translating so how would you guys you know describe the fundamental role of translation in bridging language and cultural gaps you know and why is it so essential in this globalized world translation is a brilliant brilliant thing i mean as members of the ahmadiyya muslim community we see the greatness of translation and what the greatness that comes with access to knowledge having in one's mother tongue or first language can do in our increasingly interconnected world translation plays a fundamental role in bridging many cultural and linguistic gaps translation is of course the process of rendering speech text or speech from one language into another in all of its li- linguistic and cultural complexities 
this task serves as a crucial link between diverse linguistic and cultural communities, fostering communication, understanding and collaboration on a global level. As I was saying, it allows people to connect, share ideas and learn about one another, fostering a sense of, well, a global community. It helps one let go of any bias they may potentially have. As well, they can ask questions and have any misinformation cleared up. Translation means access. It means that people can connect with even more things, be that literature, movies or art. You will then have a better understanding of a people and a community. Translation allows for context. Context you may not have if certain things were not transmitted appropriately. Translation acts as a mediator, breaking down barriers for information sharing. By having this way of communicating, it promotes the collaboration and inclusivity. It ensures that information and knowledge is not confined by the shackles of linguistic boundaries. Like I was saying earlier, cultural nuances are tied to language and translation goes beyond converting words. It involves conveying the cultural context of the source language to a target audience. This cultural bridging is is essential in a world where interactions between people of different cultures occur on a regular basis. It prevents misunderstandings, misinterpretations and the distortion of intended meanings. For instance, idioms, metaphor and cultural references may not have direct equivalents in in another language, making it vital for a translator to navigate these linguistic subtleties to convey the intended message accurately. The role of translation extends the sharing of knowledge and information. In academia, scientific research and literature, translation allows ideas to transcend language barriers, reaching a global audience. I have really taken a keen interest in this, especially from an academic lens. Let's take the idea of mental health systematic reviews and picking relevant papers. When one is picking these papers, it would all be in a language they are familiar with, so in this case English which means that there are heaps of research and results those with little or no, no knowledge of language of research cannot access. In fact, there could be relevant research in other languages that changes our very understanding of certain concepts, yet we can't access them due to language. Therefore, translation, translation of such is extremely important as this contributes to the advancement of knowledge but also fosters cross-cultural intellectual exchange. Without translation, valuable insights and discoveries might remain confined within specific linguistic spheres, hindering progress on a large scale. I think you're absolutely right, Bria, and it also kind of um, brings to light questions of like the priorities of certain languages. So, for example, academic texts in French or German are probably more likely to be translated than texts in, you know, for example... Uh, some African languages, some South Asian languages, Eastern European languages, Eastern Asian languages, etc. Um, so therefore we kind of have a concentration of academia coming from certain places of the world rather than others. And it's such a fascinating and important example that you bring. And, you know, we need to be able to communicate across geographies and cultures um, in order to foster these new ways of thinking and learn from one another. You know, I mean, as you say, a monolinguistic academy is indeed a great disservice when you put it this way. And, you know, we can't divorce language and words from the ver- from our very being and the nature of our existence. You know, the heart of translation lies in language, which is quintessential, you know, component of human existence. Um, language, you know, it's not just a means of communication, but like we say, you know, it's a repository of culture and identity and history. 
you know, so when we de- when we translate, we delve into the very essence of language, grappling with all of these intricacies and depths. And every language is an intricate web of words, phrases, idioms, grammar rules. You know, and they're, they're shaped by existence. You know, language doesn't just spring up out of nowhere. It comes from our lived experiences in the world um, and our values. And also it's a reflection of the way the speakers see the world, the worldview of those speakers. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. I'm going to pause for a moment from our fascinating conversation as we take a break. Stay tuned. You are listening to Faith in Focus. In his magnum opus, Brahini Ahmadiyya Part 5, the promised Messiah, peace be on him, writes, By only observing the exceedingly intelligent design of this universe and the culmination of its structure into the highest perfection and stability, Sound reason can comprehend the necessity of the fact that there ought to be some creator of these incomparable creations. You're listening to The Voice of Islam Radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Faith and Focus on Voice Islam, where we are talking about translation. And here with me, I have in the studio Bria Ghaffar and Hania Ahmed. Um, so, Bria, I'm going to come back to you for a second. Um, how does, um, in your view, translation contribute to the accessibility of information and knowledge across linguistic barriers? We were just talking about this earlier before the break. Um, and what are the responsibilities that come with that, um, that the translator possesses in this context? In literature, translation serves as a powerful way to share cultural narratives and expressions. Literary works capture the essence of a society and its values, and translation allows these insights to be shared with readers worldwide. Translators shoulder the responsibility of preserving the authenticity and nuances of the original work, ensuring that cultural richness is not lost in translation. This process broadens the reader's horizons, enabling them to explore diverse perspectives and experiences that transcend linguistic confines. What just came to me, I think, uh, I think it was Nelson Mandela's funeral in South Africa, which was being broadcasted across the world, and there was a man translating in sign language. So later, it turned out that this man was not properly trained and was making gestures that did not make any sense to the deaf community. It just it just made me think that there were there are really like real and true ethical issues to consider when thinking of translations. One must make sure that what they are translating, especially if it is highly sensitive information, one must make everything confidential and be fair and impartial in what they are saying. One must also ensure that translating one does not have their own biases because as translators, they play a crucial role and a personal responsibility to provide information in a reliable and trustworthy way. A critical responsibility of translators is that language is deeply intertwined with culture, as we have already established. Translators must be in tune to the cultural nuances embedded in the source text and ensure that these nuances are preserved in the target language. Failure to do so may result in the loss of cultural richness and the misinterpretation of ideas. Translation contributes to the accessibility of information and knowledge across linguistic barriers. Translators play a vital role in breaking down these barriers in academia, literature, science and the spread of information. 
Through their work, translators facilitate the exchange of ideas, promote cross-cultural understanding and contribute to a more interconnected and accessible global knowledge bank. As we become a more globalised world, the demand for cross-cultural communication continues to grow. The role of translators remain pivotal in shaping a world where knowledge knows no linguistic bounds. Thank you, Bria, for this perspective that you've shed light on. And also earlier, you, you'd mentioned the words lost in translation, um, and I'd like to focus on those for a moment. Hania, can you elaborate on the concept of lost in translation and its significance um, in the world of language and cultural exchange? Yes, well, I think the words lost in translation go beyond a mere catchy phrase. It encompasses the intricate problems and complexities of conveying ideas from one language and society to another. Translation can be complex and frustrating, like a hidden secret code in a cross-cultural conversation. When you switch from one language to another, meanings can change or get lost, which is what lost in translation refers to. There's more to it than just switching languages. We mentioned idioms earlier, these delightful expressions that add flavour to language, but can be quite challenging for translators. Translating phrases directly from one language to another can often lead to confusion. Let's consider the English expression, kick the bucket. Translating into another language could invoke imagery of chaotic scenes with buckets scattered everywhere. Literal translation will absolutely fail to capture the fact that we're talking about someone's death. The concept of lost in translation highlights the significance of culture. Words and phrases often carry cultural connotations that can vary across languages. Take, for instance, the Japanese word komorobi, which describes the enchanting event of sunlight filtering through trees and filling a room with its gentle glow. Telling this word in English can take a lot of words and take a lot of work. Its true poetic beauty tends to get lost along the way. Yeah, I was um, also thinking of this example of this very uh, beautiful word. Um, there's also another example that I, I really love, and it's in Spanish, and the word is sobremesa, which quite literally means like over the table, over table, uh, which translates to kind of like that time that you spend at the table chatting away even after the meal's over, and sometimes that, you know, that can be like a good couple of hours even. Um, and of course, this is something that we all do um, and you know, do across cultures, but not every language has a word for it, and I find that really, really interesting. Yeah, there you go. There are so many examples. Um, also, humour is often something that doesn't come across in, well in translation. Language-specified humour in puns and jokes can sometimes limit their applicability in different contexts. Something funny in one language might need to be clarified or understood in another. It's interesting how humour can vary across cultures. What may be hilarious in one culture might not even elicit little laughter in another. Understanding the dynamics of interaction between different groups is crucial in a world where such interactions are so common. Imagine a scenario in international diplomacy where a message with good intention is inadvertently translated in a manner that causes offence to the recipient. Training translators who possess both language proficiencies and cultural understanding is crucial to avoid potential diplomatic complications. I think that's similar to what Berida was saying, mentioning earlier. Translating literary works can be challenging as it requires accurately conveying the author's artistic intent. When a beautifully crafted sentence, rich with cultural allusions, is translated into another language, it may lose its poetic charm. Translators play a crucial role in preserving the essence of the literary masterpiece, ensuring that a piece's core concept um, are retained while enhancing its accessibility to a broader audience. 
ultimately, I feel the expressions lost in translation highlights the challenges of communicating across languages and comprehending diverse cultures. It emphasizes the significance of having skilled translators who can strike perfect balance between staying true to the language and being culturally sensitive. As we engage in ongoing global discussions, it is crucial to acknowledge and address ta- challenges that arise from miscommunication. By doing so, we can foster an understanding and facilitate meaningful conversations among individuals from diverse linguistic and cultural backgrounds. Jazakallah, Hanya, that's really thoughtful and uh, really thought-provoking. Um, but what do you make of this? I think the words you both shared earlier were so fascinating and so um, full of emotion. And I think um, what Hanya said, you know, they have so much poetic charm and so yeah so thank you for sharing that both of you um but like Hania was saying the idea of lost in translation sums up the challenges that arise when messages across linguistic and cultural boundaries are lost um so lost in translation holds great significance in the world of languages and cultural exchange it influences how individuals perceive and understand information across you know diverse landscapes like in my first language, Wali, spoken in Wa in the Upper West uh, of Ghana, there are certain words that I'm not able to translate in English or when I try to translate them into English, I cannot do the translation justice or get an in-depth understanding of what that word means or phrase means. Um, so, for instance, one of my personal favourites um, in my first language that I just, you know, I just love, it's Ninsalhon. However, I don't think I can ever do justice to the weight of the word or even come up with phrases that sum it up. Um, but I can try Um, the word is something that is said about others it is more than being good more than being described as selfless it is more than being empathetic and the word humbleness doesn't quite cut it it's like having a high sense of humanity Nin Salhon sort of seems like something innate and someone who is just the best of the best among people I still feel like I'm I'm not quite you know doing it justice to be honest but I rarely hear people you know using it loosely and when people do and I see or experience the people that they are talking about it um they say it about rather uh I I just get it you you just get it they have they have nisalho that's a really beautiful idea Barira and thank you so much for sharing that example with us and I think it's a concept that we could you know probably dedicate a whole other episode of faith and focus Mm -hmm. to one day um I do actually wonder, though, you know, maybe if we could perhaps trace its etymological roots and, you know, see if that might be able to help us translate it to other languages. Um, because so often, you know, when we do trace words to their culture and sociological origins, um, where it comes from, we can understand if that same kind of idea can be replicated somewhere else and if a similar trajectory happened in a different language. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, in literature and the arts, um, for instance, the concept of lost in translation, I believe it's, it's very deeply felt and is always a risk of, you know, taking place. Translators struggle with the challenge of, you know, preserving artistic intent, emotions and the cultural essence of works. Like Hania says, transmitting the poetic beauty of a text is difficult and this can alter the audience's perception and experience of the original creation. But not all is lost because I think what also comes out of this is that the concept of loss in translation highlights the richness and diversity of human languages and cultures. It emphasises the need for translators who not only possess linguistic proficiency, but also a deep understanding of the cultural contexts embedded in language. Skilled translators act as cultural mediators, striving to capture the essence of the original message while ensuring its relevance in the target language and culture. To wrap my answer up, 
if a lost in translation serves as a reminder of the intricacies involved in cross-cultural communication. It highlights the challenges that arise when ideas, emotions and cultural nuances are at the very core of linguistics. As we navigate this global village where we're all connected, the awareness of these challenges become essential. It emphasises the pivotal role of skilled translators to preserve the integrity of communication and nurture genuine understanding across diverse linguistic and cultures. Thank you to the both of you for these really fascinating uh, reflections. Um, and now that we've you know spoken about it um, and teased some of these ideas out, and you know I think about it, I'm sure that you know whilst many things may be lost in translation, that might implicate that there must be some sort of argument uh, for something being gained in translation um, and you know perhaps with the examples of you know the idioms etc that we've spoken about um, and finding equivalents we provide new lenses uh, through which to interpret and understand texts also um, and as such you know there's an argument to be made that maybe the translator contributes to the poetics of a text also let us turn to Gutsia with another report in chapter 30 verse 23 of the holy quran it is written And among his signs is the creation of the heavens and the earth and the diversity of your tongues and colours. In that surely are signs for those who possess knowledge. In the five-volume commentary of the Holy Qur'an by His Holiness Mirza Bashiruddin Mahmud Ahmad, may Allah be pleased with him, the second caliph of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community gives a beautiful explanation that this points to the existence of a creator. He writes, and I quote, Human progress and advancement is closely connected with the diversity of tongues and colours. This diversity again points to a design and a designer. That designer is the creator of heavens and earth. Underneath the diversity of tongues and colours which has resulted in diversity of civilizations and cultures, there lies a unity, the unity of mankind. This oneness of humanity leads to the inevitable conclusion of the oneness of its creator. It is also written in chapter 49 verse 14 of the Holy Quran, O mankind, we have created you from a male and a female, and we have made you into tribes and sub-tribes that you may recognize one another. Verily the most honorable among you in the sight of Allah is he who is the most righteous among you, Surely Allah is all-knowing, all-aware. Here we continue to see that Allah the Almighty has created us differently, intentionally, in order for us to learn about one another and form ties despite our cultural barriers. We are encouraged to unite under the banner of humankind. Whilst we celebrate our differences, we recognise our similarities and come together for it. This differs to the Judeo-Christian biblical account of the difference of languages as we see in the story of the Tower of Babel. It is found in the book of Genesis in the Bible, specifically in Genesis chapter 11 verse 1 to 9. It is a narrative that explains the origin of diverse languages and the scattering of humanity across the earth. The story goes as follows. In the days after the great flood, there was a group of people who decided to build a great tower in the city of Babylon. Their intention was to construct a tower that would reach the heavens, making a name for themselves and preventing their dispersion across the earth. The people believed that by building this monumental tower they could secure their unity and identity. 
However, their ambitions were not in line with the divine plan. In response, God confused their language, causing them to suddenly speak in different tongues, making it impossible for them to understand one another. This linguistic confusion led to chaos and discord among the people. As a result of the language barrier, the construction of the tower came to a standstill, and the people could no longer cooperate effectively. They abandoned their efforts to complete the tower and began to disperse across the earth, forming different groups and communities, each with its own language. The Tower of Babel story is often interpreted as a lesson on human pride and ambition. It serves as a cautionary tale about the consequences of trying to defy or outdo divine authority. The dispersion of people across the earth and the emergence of diverse languages are seen as part of God's plan to maintain order and prevent human arrogance from reaching unchecked heights. This story has had a significant influence on the cultural and religious traditions of various societies and continues to be a source of reflection and interpretation in religious and literary contexts. Here the differences are almost punishment-like. It is fascinating, however, to think that in the Abrahamic faiths, the differences amongst mankind are all God's intention, and we are taught that despite our differences, we should learn about one another and be united through other means. What this means for translators is that we have a duty to learn not just the words and grammatical structures of other languages, but also the cultural nuances and implications. This leads us to better understand not just each other, but ourselves also. Thank you again, Kutsia, for the report. So I would like to ask, um, obviously, as Muslims, uh, we principally derive our way of living and being from the Holy Quran. And as Muslims, we believe that the Quran is the word of God, um, of God Almighty himself. Um, And I once read that this therefore means that we can never truly call the rendering of those words into another language a translation, but rather we should call it an interpretation, um, because all translations will fall short of the true meaning of the Holy Quran. But what do you make of this? I agree, and I think I could talk about this for a long time, I really do. I don't think any other language can do justice to the words of the Holy Quran. How sophisticated, poetic and advanced it is cannot be specifically translated, and therefore all translations try their level best to interpret, and what incredible interpretations they are too. That um, There is an inherent challenge in capturing the full depth and richness of the original Arabic text. Translations may not and perhaps potentially cannot convey all the nuances, spiritual depth and linguistic intricacies of the Holy Quran because truly they are infinite. The notion of the difference between translations and interpretation really highlights the idea that it takes more than a copy of words for one to even begin to think of wanting to translate the Quran. It takes a deep and profound understanding of the cultural, historical and spiritual context happening at the time each surah was revealed to be able to tease out the deeper and sophisticated underpinnings of meaning. Even though the Holy Quran is timeless and its teachings is for all of mankind, one must remember the Quran is a guidance for all of mankind and transcends linguistic barriers. One feels the Holy Quran in one's heart. Allah wishes for us to ponder and reflect on the Qur'an, for us to have it consistently on our minds and to be recited constantly. 
the spiritual exploration and portal that the Quran opened in one's mind is boundless and frankly, I think a treat to a believer. What a beautiful thought. You know, the idea that, you know, it's not just enough to read the Quran, you must feel it in your heart. I think that incredibly inspiring as well. You know, going on from this idea of how to translate these really sensitive texts, um, you know, sacred text being just one example, I'd wish to ask, Hani, I'll come to you, um, what are some of the ethical considerations and challenges involved in translation? But I did mention an example earlier, and of course now we've just spoken about the Quran, but um, you know, how do you think you know, they, they need to be navigated to provide accurate and culturally sensitive translations? So yeah, as previously mentioned, translation ethics play a crucial role in shaping the flow of communication uh, operating beneath the surface and impacting it in a significant way. Successfully navigating through these current uh, currents necessitates a deeper understanding of the obstacles at hand and dedication to delivering translations that are precise and respectful of different cultures. And there are great implications to this. For example, um, a politically charged statement in one language can be translated to either soften or intensify its impact, thus influencing the reader's perception. Finding the right balance between staying true to the original and remaining unbiased is a constant ethical challenge. It's not enough to just know two languages to translate. Um, You have to know two cultures. It's essential to have a good grasp of both cultures to ensure that one doesn't intentionally impose one's own cultural viewpoint into the translation. The challenges of staying neutral in translation are worth mentioning. Uh, Translators frequently come across texts that present viewpoints, convictions or ideologies that may vary from their own. Successfully navigating through these variations without introducing personal opinion necessitates a deeper, considerable degree of professionalism. It's all about accurately representing the author's voice, even if it differs from the translator's own perspectives. Of course, with language constantly changing and technology shaping our worlds, one important ethical concern arises, the use of machine translations. Although technology has undeniably made significant advancements, it's important to consider the ethical challenge that can arise from relying solely on automated translating tools. These tools might need to fully understand the cultural complexities or context, which could result in inaccuracies or uh, unintended misinterpretation. Successfully navigating uh, this challenge requires balancing uh, utilising technology for efficiency and relying on human interaction for a deeper understanding. Ensuring confidentiality and privacy are crucial ethical considerations in specific translation situations. Translators frequently handle confidential information, including legal documents, medical documents and personal correspondence. Um, Honouring and upholding the privacy and confidentiality of individuals and organisations is of utmost importance. Successfully addressing this challenge requires implication of strong security measures, a a comprehensive understanding of the legal ramifications and commitment to ethical guidelines that prioritise the confidentiality of clients. When it comes to medical legal translation, precision is absolutely crucial, which means that the ethical responsibility is even more important. Mistakes in translating a medical diagnosis or legal document can lead to significant repercussions. Translators need more than just language skills when it comes to navigating this terrain. They must also have a firm grasp of the subject's matter, ensuring accuracy and clarity. Uh, Now let's delve into how these ethical considerations are handled in real-life situations. 
Translators frequently participate in ongoing professional developments to keep up with the challenges in language and culture. They actively engage in training programs, workshops and stuff to improve their skills, ensuring they can confidently tackle a wide range of topics with precision and empathy. I think it's crucial to have a solid ethical framework in place. Translators follow ethical guidelines that shape their professional behaviour. These codes reflect uh, important values like accuracy, impartiality, respect of cultures and so on. Uh, when translators fully understand and embrace these principles, they establish a solid basis for making ethical decisions when confronted with difficult situations. Working together and seeking input are important approaches to ethical translation. When translators encounter a difficult text, they often reach out to subject matter experts or colleagues for input for different perspectives. Working together on translation improves its precision and cultural awareness. So yes, I would say that the ethical aspect of difficulties um, in translation are complex. Successfully navigating these waters um, call for blend of language, proficiencies, an understanding of different cultures and a strong dedication to ethical values. Translators have a crucial role in promoting awareness and connection between different cultures and their ethical decisions have a significant impact on the global communication. Thank you um, for that, Hania. Um, I'd like to also pose to you a question that I asked Bria earlier. So um, how would you describe the fundamental role of translation in bridging uh, like language and cultural gaps? Um, and like I asked Bria, why is it relevant for our globalised world today? Um, so yes, translation is vital in our diverse society. It promotes understanding and connection among individuals. I feel translation is essential for um, preservation and spread of tradition. Language fascinates me since they have their own distinct set of conventions, beliefs and history. Uh, translation aids in bringing these essential cultural resources to a wider audience, ensuring their upkeep and spread. We can work towards a more inclusive global community by uh, cultivating an environment um, of open dialogue and understanding. Translation has enabled people from all around the world to join together and share their great cultures. Uh, people worldwide can now enjoy the pleasure of Persian poems, the complexities of Japanese novels, or the deeper emotions shown in the films in little-known languages. Shakespeare's uh, classic tales have greatly uh, affected peoples in England and children worldwide, including in India. Uh, Shakespeare's writing has also been made into movies, including the classic Hamlet. These incredible accomplishments have only been made possible through the power of translation, now let us investigate the remarkable relationship between translation and Islam. Islam places a high focus on encouraging good communication and understanding among diverse groups of people, while also recognising the importance of their language and cultural heritage. Uh, Ifeth, you asked earlier about the Holy Quran and Barira made some fascinating points. The Quran was revealed in Arabic and has a very high significance in Islam. And like Barira said, this is the most comprehensive language to fully to help us understand the teachings and wisdoms of the Quran. Quran translators play an important role in ensuring that Islamic teachings reach people worldwide. Translating Islamic scriptures is more than just a linguistic uh, exercise. Communicating the Quran's profound spiritual and ethical themes is critical. Translators work hard to preserve the original text's integrity while effectively communicating Islamic concepts. These techniques foster a sense uh, of unity, respect across faith communities, whilst also assisting individuals who do not know Arabic to better understand Islam. 
As Muslims, we believe that Islam is a universal religion. Therefore, we should seek to make it accessible to all. Every human in the corner of the world would benefit from the Holy Quran. As a result, the Ahmadiyya Muslim community has employed translation to teach its global values of peace, tolerance, universal brotherhood effectively. Through translating books, talks and media, Ahmadis have successfully interacted with people from all walks of life, encouraging understanding and dispelling misconceptions. Let us now turn our attention to the bigger picture of translation in our interconnected world. It is critical to challenge and uh, dispel misconception and preconceptions. We know that many baseless allegations against Islam come from bad faith translation of the Holy Quran. Thus, sincere and genuine-hearted translation are critical in developing understanding. It promotes a better understanding of opposing viewpoints by fostering an environment that values and respects variety. Translation is essential in our interconnected society, bringing people from different languages and cultures together. It promotes great understanding, connects people from different linguistic backgrounds and protects cultural variety. In Islam, we use a translation to transmit significant spiritual lessons and develop meaningful exchanges among different religious communities. Translation facilitates communication and plays an important role in bridging cultural divides and fostering peaceful coexistence in our interlinked world. Absolutely, I really believe that in a world where globalization has shrunk the geographical boundaries between nations, the importance of translation cannot be overstated. Um, it's the cornerstone of international diplomacy, businesses and cross-cultural relations. International organizations, governments and corporations rely on translation to facilitate communication among people who speak different languages. Without translation, treaties, agreements and negotiations would be mired in misunderstanding and misinterpretation. The role of translation in these contexts is not merely linguistic but diplomatic as they help to navigate um, the intricacies of international discourse and ensure that the intended message are accurately conveyed. Uh, thank you so much for that, Hania. You make some really fascinating points about the ethics behind translating texts um, and you know the, the very real-life implications, such as uh, legal documents, contracts, negotiations, etc., um, and, you know, with all of the conflicts and instabilities happening across the globe, it, you know, it's more important than ever to bear these thoughts in mind. Um, and also, the, you know, I'd really like to hone in on the idea then on the importance of good faith um, when it comes to translation. You know, like that, that's the desire to actually like the pure desire to translate a text in order to disseminate knowledge that, you know, or the knowledge that it possesses. Um, rather than to purposefully obscure meaning and even to use the text as a, as a smokescreen of sorts. Um you know, for example, you know, we were talking about the Holy Quran, um, and I, I would like to give you know the example of actually the first or the earliest known translations of the Quran um, into a Western European language. So it was a translation, and I must use air quotes when I use the word translation uh, into medieval Latin uh, by Robert of Keaton, who lived um, between eleven ten uh, to eleven sixty A.D. So nearly a good nine hundred years ago now. Um, you know, which was entitled, and I really regret to quote. Uh, law of Muhammad, the false prophet, God forbid. Um, so that already is a, a, a you know, a reflection of a bad faith translation. Um, but the text itself was commissioned by a French monk, Peter the Venerable, uh, with the intention for it to persuade Muslims to convert to Catholicism and for Catholics to maintain firm in their belief in the inferiority of Islam. 
And actually, the text was then used uh, as a basis for the first translation, again, in air quotes, of the sacred book into English by Alexander Ross in 1649, so about 500 years after the, quote-unquote, the original. Um, He had no knowledge of Arabic and essentially translated a French version of the Latin text translated into English. So as you can see, it's already become a game of Chinese whispers. So, you know, we must always be very weary of the intentions behind translations as well. Um, you know, and, and good faith is of the utmost importance when it comes to this, if we truly wish to use translation as a tool of cohesion rather than a tool of division. Unfortunately, this is all that we've got time for today. Uh, but before I sign off, I would just like to reiterate the importance of translation and cultural understanding. Translations are remarkable and intricate art that itself serves as a vital bridge between different languages and cultures and worldviews. And at its core, it embodies the process of conveying the essence and nuance and meaning of one language into another whilst navigating the subtleties of cultural context. Translation plays an essential role in breaking down these linguistic barriers, fostering global communication, as we've heard today, and preserving the diversity of human expression. And I truly believe that it stands as a testament to the interconnectedness of our world, enabling us to explore literature, ideas, knowledge from every corner of the globe. And in doing so, not only facilitates understanding, but also celebrates the very rich tapestry of human languages and the unique stories that they tell. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Faith and Focus, produced by Mrs. Shremin Bhatt. I've been your host, Ifrit Mirza.